It's the Mike Calta Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. I want to thank everybody who is golfing this Sunday in the Michelob Ultra Golf Tournament. I uh, hope everybody has a great time. Unfortunately, this will not be one of those things where we can go out there and do it fully like we want to because of COVID. So, right. I mean, I know there's going to be different sponsored holes and a whole bunch of stuff. Usually it's me just driving around handing everybody uh, beers, and I won't be able to do that. Uh, but I, I totally appreciate that Michelob Ultra and The Bone uh, are donating the money to the Calta Family Foundation and uh, we'll do good things with that money, I assure you. I understand Mike Allstott will be out there. Oh, yeah? And uh, Toby Hall and a bunch of other people golfing. Um, and that normally would be a, a great time. But I I can't see how in this uh, in this COVID world things can go as normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll do more golf tournaments for sure because it's always successful every year. So uh, that is happening on Sunday at Innisbrook. And thank you to uh, all the people, especially the guy yesterday who paid eighteen hundred dollars for the uh, for the foursome to go ahead and help the charity. And Swigs, of course, who donated that. So, uh, thank you, folks, and I hope you have the best day ever at golfing. Right now, it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You can stop into any of the seven Pelts locations this weekend for tax-free for the whole family. I had uh, some guy earlier who uh, uh, tweeted at me, said he went over and got new shoes for the kids. The kids are up two sizes already from the last time he bought new shoes. They go through them fast. So if you need them and you want to get a good deal, stop into Pelts. You get tax-free this weekend. Also, of course, whenever you stop into a Pelts location near you for the perfect fit, make sure you whisper, Calvin. Ten well, percent off. I had a um, non-pelt accident yesterday. It worked out in my favor. Okay. So my wife tried to buy, uh, tried to surprise my son with a pair of sneakers that he wanted, mm-hmm. and they're like uh, ridiculously expensive, hard to get sneakers that you have to buy from like a third-party seller and all that stuff. And she ordered them so long ago. And then they didn't come that she forgot that she had ordered them. Right. And then they or they came yesterday, and uh, they came, of course, from where? China. China. So now they doubt their authenticity? Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen at Pelt Shoes. You know no. you're getting authentic yeah. shoes. Yeah, America. Uh, also, however. Also, you however, probably have to sit them out in the garage for 10 yep, weeks and spray yep. them down and make sure that no seeds fall out of them or anything. I take them out with tongs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, Galvin, my son, uh, because they were probably not real and they're rip-off shoes and all that stuff, uh, he didn't like them. But guess what? Old Bigfoot and I wear the same size, so Dad got the default fake pair. I was like, I don't nice. care. I'll take them. Bigfoot oh. me. Yeah, so if you see me out there and you're like, wow, that Mike Calter really has got good uh, sneaker game, they're fake. Mm-hmm. Until you step in a puddle and they just fall apart. Fall apart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get a good three-month wear out of them before I have to just set them on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I When I was a kid... I was trying to explain to my son, we got, and I don't mean this from like we were so poor, it was just the way we did it. We got one pair of sneakers, usually at the beginning of school year, and they were like gym shoes, and you wore them, and they usually lasted for like a year, and then you get a new pair. That was it. One kids. pair. Did you get kids? That- we had the opposite in not bragging or anything, but, you know, four boys, and my dad did pretty well, but we had so many shoes because we had... Running, we had like track shoes, we had soccer shoes, we had shoes to play tennis, and we like had all different shoes. One pair for everything. It was ridiculous, and my mom would get so mad because there'd be so many shoes, and she would pile all the shoes up in the middle of the family room and say, "Take your shoes, get them out of here. I don't care where you put them. I don't want them in the living room." And then uh, a friend of ours who, you know, their family wasn't uh, didn't make a lot of money and stuff. He came over to our house one day. He ran from his house. This kid was a ridiculous runner. Ran from his house. It was probably about five miles away. Barefoot. Oh, He was barefoot. And my mom was like, do you not have shoes? And he's like, no, I'm kind of in between. My parents are going to get some new ones. She goes, go out in the garage. Take whatever (laughs) shoes you want. Pick a pair. Yeah, seriously. Gave him like three pairs of shoes. She's she's like, they're not going to miss them at all, whatever. So gave him a bunch of shoes. Yeah. We just had a pile of shoes. 
Yeah, I mean that certainly helps when you uh, when you have four boys. You can do hand me downs and all that right, stuff. So now yeah. I'm glad that I finally get hand me downs. <laughs> yeah, from, from my twelve year old son or thirteen year old son that doesn't get to wear them. That's yeah. nice. Thank you. What do we have in news today? <laughs> uh, Facebook has deleted a post by President Donald Trump for the first time, saying it violated its policy against spreading misinformation about the coronavirus. The post in question featured a link to a Fox News video in which Trump says children are, quote, virtually immune to the virus. (laughs) Facebook said Wednesday that the video includes false claims that a group of people uh, is immune from COVID-19, which is a violation of our policy around harmful COVID misinformation. A tweet from Trump with the same video remained up on Twitter as of Wednesday afternoon. That's even though Twitter has been quicker than Facebook in recent months in labeling posts from the president that violate its policies against misinformation and abuse. Twitter did not have an immediate comment. Uh, This is the first time that Facebook has removed a post from Trump entirely rather than just labeling it as it has done in the past. They are removing everything. Yeah, and and they don't even let you discuss anything anymore. No, because if you want to put something up there and go look at this article, this is completely untrue. Because you put the article up there, they go up and then they take it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if that's an algorithm or if that's how that works. If somebody's monitoring that, if there's a group of people that do that, I don't know how that works. But I don't think that that's very fair. And the problem is, is that nobody's leaving Facebook, including me. Yeah, I've I mean, never joined. Just- well, it's integrated so deeply, it kind of goes to show you how how deep it's woven itself into our society well, to where, I mean, nobody, you could be straight up lied to on Facebook and people will just nod and go, okay, yeah, all right. And think about how many things you have your Facebook connected to, like all the apps that are just like either sign in through Google or sign in through Facebook, and yeah. then you do that, and then all those apps are running through one stream. And it's collecting all that information, but also then if you go and delete your Facebook, then you have to go redo all those other right. things. Oh, I didn't even so, think about that. <clears throat> yeah. Seems it would be better to make a fake Facebook. Yeah. And just use that to, to connect all your apps and all that stuff. But it's I, too late. <laughs> I know. I miss yeah. the days where Facebook was just college people. You know, you know who uh, gets all my junk mail? Bob at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Whenever I go to a restaurant and they go, put in your email for the Wi-Fi, I go, sure, Bob at Hotmail.com. Poor Bob. He's been getting my stuff for years. <laughs> Bob like felt so email. cool. He was like, no, I got it. Bob, not Bob 1, not mm-hmm. Bob A. I got <laughs> yeah. Bob. I got Bob at Hotmail. Who, what? Why do I have so I would love mail? Mike uh, at Hotmail.com. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's great. Bob got in quick. Means. I see What's Bob that, Joe? At the meetings. He's very upset. Oh, at the Hotmail meeting? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that after your Earthlink meeting that you go to? It's in the same building. Yeah. It's just Joe and like seven other guys. <laughs> yeah. They all Dale got donuts tails. and coffee. Yeah. yeah. Tom from MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. He just drives by every once in a while. <laughs> Looks back over his shoulder. Uh, so President Trump was on Fox News yesterday and then later said the same quote in his press conference that coronavirus quote, will go away, like things go away. Here is President Trump talking about that. So good news, I guess, it's going away. Here, listen. The country's in very good shape, and we're set to rock and roll. This thing's going away. It will go away like things go away. <laughs> it's coming down, and pretty substantially in many locations. It'll go away like things go away. Absolutely. It's uh, no question in my mind. It will go away. Please go ahead. Hopefully sooner rather than later. So apparently it's going to go away, guys. Oh, man. So I was watching Jim Cramer yesterday, and he said that He's been hearing from various uh, medical companies that they're way closer to a, a vaccine than than we know about. That it's that it's happening, and they're testing, and that they're pretty sure that they've got it nailed. So, uh, you know, the president probably knows maybe a little information. Well, we here's here's the thing about that though is uh, I just read a thing. I think it's down. Uh, less than seventy percent of people say that they would take the vaccine because they feel like it's been rushed. Like if it comes out here soon, yeah. or whatever. a well, lot, I, you know, there's a lot of people, me included. I, I mean, I don't have it, didn't have it or anything. I would wait and see because, like I said before, people are going to get the vaccine and everyone's going to be like, all right, we got the vaccine. We're good to go. Oh, their uh, eyeballs dissolve in two weeks. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a side effect that we did not know was going to yeah. happen. I mean, but I mean, uh, 
put yourself now on a respirator for three weeks with sure, 60% right. of your lung capacity gone, you're going to be like, give me anything. Right, yeah, yeah, and that's the difference, though. I mean, if, if it's a last-ditch effort type thing, yeah, I can completely understand that. But if you haven't had it or if you had it and you're recovered and you're totally fine, you're definitely going to think about it before you go, yeah, definitely give me a vaccine. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer uh, by any means. I'm just saying no. that because just like I don't buy the first year of a car. You know what I mean? Like the first yeah. year of a model car, you wait a couple of years until you see how it does or if they continue it, because otherwise you're stuck with that one. Remember when they came out with that one? Yeah, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have the president saying that stuff, but the mayor of Brazil is catching some heat for, uh, or a mayor in Brazil, not mayor of Brazil, uh, is catching some heat for claiming that something called, quote, rectal ozone therapy is an effective treatment for coronavirus. That's the thing Justin Sangle did. Yeah. (laughs) You're out there spreading it and having the sunshine. Uh, According to the mayor, who is also a doctor, ozone should be applied to the anus of symptomatic patients of COVID-19 a few minutes a day in different sessions. The statement was broadcast during a Facebook Live from the City Hall, saying, quote, it is simple, quick application of two to three minutes a day. It'll probably be a rectal application, which is very easy, very fast, with a thin catheter and uh, gives an excellent result. It helps very much in the positive cases of coronavirus. The treatment has no proven effectiveness against the new coronavirus. Now, where, 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 where are you getting ozone from? Yeah, that's weird because it says about the catheter in the ozone, whatever, where as opposed to just, you know, pointing your stuff at the sun. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, I don't really know what ozone is. Yeah. It's a dancer. I, I'm willing to try it. Rectal ozone therapy. Or I'm willing to try rot, to be. It, it's rot for short. <laughs> I'll be the one that uh, administers administers it to the hot girls. Okay. I feel like, I feel like there's no such thing as a thin catheter when you're going there. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd rather go there than the front. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go backseat taxis than frontsies. Backseat <laughs> taxis. Front fronting it makes me oh, slow down, Doctor Gray. <laughs> I don't like it, Calvin. I, I wish I did. Let's see. There is ozone therapy in Largo, Florida. Is it really yeah. top holistic clinic, best price? Oh. We offer ozone therapies in an alternative medicine market. Okay. So they just, uh, here's a prescription to sit in the sun? I don't know. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Ozone Did they therapy. mention Baxi taxis? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> These are doctors, Gio. Uh, yeah. They would say fronty buncies. Uh, <laughs> ozone therapy is one of the most powerful and versatile therapies known today. Extensive medical research on ozone therapy. So they're just not going to tell you what it is. They're just going to keep on saying ozone therapy. Uh, let's see. With viruses, the ozone oxidizes the viral capsid and disrupts the reproductive cycle by interrupting the virus to cell contact. Hmm. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Spanish, we're going to send you there. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll get some uh, ozone ozone in the deuter. Yeah, just to see. Yeah, just to check it out. Why not? Maybe I, that's what Joe did. Maybe that's how Joe uh, didn't get sick from all <laughs> yeah. <his> ozone <laughs> butt therapy. Walking Real around out the... Out the the backyard. Yeah. Pants off. <laughs> yep. You know what you're doing. Oh, man. I would do that over if they were like, you may get sick again or just get the ozone there. I would be like, yeah, give me the ozone because I don't want to have a fever again for didn't, that long. Uh, didn't John Heffern get ozone therapy? Uh, he did. <laughs> he definitely did. He was the originator of it. Uh, and then we go to the uh, Los Angeles mayor. Yesterday, Los Angeles mayor Eric Garcetti announced any properties where large parties are being held in violation of public safety orders are going to have to deal with something. This is the mayor talking about what they're going to have to deal with. If you're having a party and there's a bunch of people at your house, guess what? Here's what happens. These large house parties have essentially become nightclubs in the hills. That is why tonight I'm authorizing the city to shut off Los Angeles Department of Water and Power Service in the egregious cases in which houses, businesses, and other venues are hosting unpermitted large gatherings. But by turning off that power, shutting down that water, we feel we can close these places down. So if you're having a big party at your house, you're going to lose your power and your water. Ridiculous, man. There's not even any hard data to prove that uh, the lockdowns work, especially in California, when they have been locked down since the beginning, and now they're having a huge spike in cases. And not only that, I mean, 
What, what, how long are they going to stay locked down for? How are you going to not let people do anything forever? They're going to riot. They're going to get you, even worse. Spanish, you don't think that there's documented cases of people being in large groups and breathing on each other and getting each other infected? Like I said, there's no – show me the hard data. I'm, I would like to see the numbers because there, look, there aren't any right now. So look, I don't look, understand why – This is just another one of those young kids that yeah, wants to party. Yeah. No, I don't want to party. I've stayed in my home, but like – the, that, You're the reason why we all got sick. You're the reason why we all got sick. That's not true. Look at all the countries that had those major lockdowns, and now look at their cases that are significantly less than America. They're not though. So Germany is going through proven. a spike. Spain is hitting a spike. They're all so what? what people get bored do? and they're starting to go out. But and no well, one's, oh, we're in phase Spain. two. All right, maybe, and Spain lessened their quarantine rules, so they're actually allowed to go out. So now there's a spike. But well, when they were in lockdown, the cases went down. There was just an article that I read two days ago that I believe was in prep about how they're all going to be sh- going crazy with lockdown rules over in Europe. Because, like I said, Germany's hitting another spike out of nowhere. Spain, I, I didn't hear anything about Italy, but there, you know it's just going to continue to spread. Well, it's not Spanish, going anywhere. Spanish, maybe this will help you. The World Health Organization is basically begging young people to... To stop partying during the pandemic. Young people, young people must curb their party instincts to help prevent the new outbreaks of COVID-19 disease, according to the WHO. They pleaded on Wednesday. Tired of lockdowns and eager to enjoy the summer, young people in some countries have been contributing to resurgences by gathering again for parties, barbecues, and holidays. Even in Geneva, where the global UN health body is based, cabarets and clubs were closed last week after evidence that nearly half of the new cases were coming from there. Yeah, and that's cabarets, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish, you're the part of the problem. You are. No, I'm not part of the problem. You I got haven't it. done anything. I'm sitting and here doing nothing. all of us. I did not and affect all of us. You all... Oh, you're right. You didn't affect Galvin. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way you can't. Again, science dictates that you can't blame me when the people that I am closest to both tested negative for coronavirus. And I live with one and I make out with the other one. By the way, just so everyone's clear, that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) That's his cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and young people, you know, they're they're not really dying. They'll get Spanish. sick, but they're not the group that's dying. I'm going to officially, like Facebook, take your claims off the show. Uh, yeah, because not only are you spreading the disease, you're spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not spreading misinformation. You can look at the person. numbers. It's on the CDC. You're the a only supporter. Groups, the groups that are dying are the old people, which I am so I sorry. Li- that's I would like terrible. you to put your mask on. You're yelling at me. Racist. I feel like you're <laughs> spitting everywhere. There was a seven-year-old uh, that passed away from this. Yes, of course. Of course, That's there are outliers, Spanish. but when you look at the numbers, there's what? What was it like? I think they said five kids out of every thousand L- could die listen, from it, Spanish. rather than a hundred thousand old people. So what? Now what? you care more about the kids than the old people? One child, one old person is one too many. Get, right. get out of no, here! Stop it! What if it was your, That's what not how the world game, works. Yeah. What if it was your parents, Spanish? Oh uh, well, my mom was sick, and what I and my grandma abuela. was sick. Yeah. There's one that's just you have to deal with life. People die. I'm sorry. I don't wow. know what else to tell you. What happened? I love you. You're I mean, cold hearted. I love you. Went to people die. This yeah. is what happens when you you guys push and push. This and is what push happens when flap. you get COVID. You become angry. No, yeah. I'm not angry. Uh, well, here's something that might interest you, Spanish. We still don't have any clue what long term effects of beating coronavirus will be, mm-hmm. but one that started showing up is. Hair loss. Oh, oh. Dr. Mag loves that. Bink, bink, bink. Uh-huh. You're just going to start shooting out of your head. What, because one bing, woman bing. lost some hair? Bink, 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 bink. Who cares if old ladies lose their hair? Yeah. Spanish doesn't care. Get a wig. This is great for wig companies and business. People need jobs right Finally, now. Finally, the wig factories will be <laughs> opened again. Uh, so it's harder to understand people through face mask if you're wearing it. I'm sure you've dealt with it at the grocery store or ordering food maybe through a drive through Well, a robotics company in Japan came up with a smart mask that fits over a normal one and amplifies your voice. It can also link up to your phone and translate what you say into eight different languages. Amazing. Yeah, they call it the C-mask. Uh, they say it should be available in the U.S. early next year. That is absolutely amazing. I, I'll tell you, when I was uh, in Japan and I used Google Translate for signs, where you just hold the camera up to Isn't the sign. Isn't that crazy? It, it, it's still, you know, working at 60%, but the fact that it could change any words was amazing. Yeah. Um, I bought a mask that looks like this one, Galvin, the one that they're showing on Bone. Oh, you, I don't know if you can see Bone. Yeah, TV. I can see it, yeah. I have one that's similar to that, and it is 
it has like a fan in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it so it cools, but there's also a carbon HEPA filter in between. So it's keeping all the bad stuff out, but yet blowing the good cold air in. Oh, I like it. Uh, yeah, we were talking before about, you know, you're blowing your same breath back in, doing that stuff. Uh, they said that that could actually pro- cause uh, some dental problems. But what they said what you need to do is uh, stop drinking so much coffee, drink more water. Definitely helps with it. I drank a coffee yesterday from Starbucks. Yeah. And then I put my mask on, and it, it smelled like, I can only tell you, that it smelled like rotten cheese. Oh. And I felt awful that I had bad breath. And then, But I was like, well, at least I got a mask on. And uh, it was the coffee that definitely was. It didn't smell like coffee, though. It smelled like gross rotten cheese. Well, and yeah, I they apologize. said that's one of the big things. So just make sure you drink more water, and then you won't have as much stanky <laughs> breath happening. Uh, so what is the uh, fan? Does it have, like, one of those little batteries that go on the back of the blinky things that you get for, like, St. Patrick's Day? Or No, it's a, uh, a USB charger. Oh, nice. You plug it in, and it lasts for about six hours, which, I mean, it's a hard plastic uh, fan, so I'm not going to wear it all the time. But if I had to go on a flight or something, I think that would be comfortable. It's and lightweight. Now, is that blowing out or blowing in? It's blowing in, but it's behind the filter. So the, the air comes through the front comes through the filter it's clean and then blows okay so and it's, it's <laughs> yeah, I was pretty gonna awesome. say i'd hate for somebody <laughs> sneeze and you just see it suck into your fan <laughs> <laughs> no! uh, yeah it's pretty cool it does kind of feel like an athletic supporter on my face though oh yeah I, yeah it's like that i shape. saw you finally got your buccaneer mask as well yeah but they don't fit my head oh too small you gotta no. buy those extenders that they sell. No, because it still looks like I got baby stuff. Like I'm trying to wear a baby's thing. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't gotten my thing that I ordered off of uh, Instagram. There was some uh, T-shirts and stuff. Uh, they got me. They got me for like well, seventy. Galvin, I will tell you that. Um, first of all, my I get what Gio's referring to is I put the picture up there and uh, my Buccaneers fanatics mask came straight from Wuhan. Right. Uh, and then the Instagram stuff, I find. Oh, you just when you give up on them, they show up at your house. You'll, uh, you'll, I like, like I order everything on American Express because if it doesn't come, I just call American Express and they go boop, they take it right off. Uh, but I, I, I ordered one thing, I ordered like a pulley system to for the weight room where it'll go over like your squat cage and you could do um, like tricep pull downs and stuff. I saw that on Instagram, and I was like, oh, that's great. And I ordered it, and I never got that. But um, other than that, everything else I ordered, I ordered random T-shirts. And uh, I saw a cool Evil Knievel T-shirt the other day. I ordered a couple of things. I got Josh something for his birthday from an Instagram ad. And uh, everything's been delivered. I'm at a pretty just when you're about to give up, it shows up. All right, because it's coming up on two months. So Ooh, I, <laughs> I, I give you I give you uh, until the end of this week, and you're going to be like, what? It'll be there today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, red paint in a sticky black substance was found Wednesday morning splattered over the pro-police Back the Blue mural that we had talked about the other day. It's right outside Tampa Police Department headquarters. Yeah. The mural was painted on Saturday without the city's permission, but Mayor Jane Castor later released a statement welcoming the mural as a tribute honoring law enforcement services. The mural lasted just three days before it was defaced. The damage was uh, mostly to the uh, word blue, but splotches of paint were visible across the uh, entire mural. Two people were involved in the vandalism. I guess they have some uh, video surveillance there. And about 10 p.m. Tuesday, an unknown person wearing all black was seen on camera getting out of a black vehicle and pouring an unknown substance on the mural. Uh, police said it may have been uh, tar. Shortly after midnight, another person spray-painted F12 and BLM on a uh, roll-up utility door on the north side of the Tampa Police Headquarters. So my problem here is that's an ineffective police department when you're, you can't stop people from putting graffiti on your own building and your own street. Mm-hmm. Like, like, of all the places that I would be afraid to do something, you think it would be police headquarters. Right. And if you can get away with it at police headquarters, then, then that's a joke. Then you should be able to do anything around Tampa. Yeah, you would think. I mean, if you're doing it there and there's not people swarming you and taking you down... How is my house safe? Yeah, there's yeah. what's his name on the on Bone TV. Who that? Oh, I can't remember his name right now. Billy. No. <laughs> Topher. Topher. Topher Morrison was in the. Uh, they were showing a Tampa Bay Times video. Who is he? Uh, he's been on the show before. He ran. Oh, for, was the guy who ran for mayor? Yeah. Okay. The the um the it's so funny is that I kind of like the the mural now the way it is. 
because it said uh, back to blue before, but it was so hastily done that you could kind of hardly read it. Right. And then now it's got the red paint and the Black Lives Matter, and now it really is a true representation of what the times are like. There's half the people are supporting the cops, half the people are supporting the criminals, and half the people are looking for uh, justice of somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's actually now a better representation than it was before. Uh, Tyler Johnson scored with 127 remaining of the third period, and the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Boston Bruins 3-2. to It was a nice game. In a Stanley Cup qualifier ro- round-robin game in Toronto on Wednesday, the Lightning will now play the Flyers on Saturday. That time is to be determined. Uh, I hope Mr. Toast doesn't mind that I'm going to comment on sports. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I will tell you that I watched the game, yeah. and that's twice the Lightning got up on a lead and then uh, blew the lead to tie it up. And the first game they won in a shootout, and yesterday they won with Tyler Johnson, which I have to tell you a couple of things. One is that uh, that's John Cooper, man. John Cooper knew to put Tyler Johnson back in there right away and let him get uh, those fresh legs right up in front of the goalie, and he knew, like he saw a weak spot and he knew where it was, Mm -hmm. and that's how they were able to get in there and score, which I thought was great. And then also... um, is that I and they were pointing this out on the on the game yesterday. People thought there'd be a lot less fighting in these games and a lot a lot less John because there's no crowd. The crowd really supports that kind of stuff. These guys are knocking the hell out of you. There was fights all through the game yesterday. They can probably hear each other clearer now. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm, I'm fine with no crowds for hockey. I really am. I yeah. mean, I, I, it's better to be there at a live game. But I would much rather have this than nothing. This is going great so far. And sure. I love these four o'clock games. It's beautiful. Uh, on Monday, a 50-year-old taxi driver in South Korea got into an argument with a 20-year-old passenger. Over what? What do you think this was over? 50-year-old taxi driver got into an argument with a 20-year-old passenger because... Uh, no TikTok. No TikTok. <laughs> no, I just wanted not, to say that. I that's don't not know. it? I would say it's uh, no eating in my car. Yeah, you don't want a meeting oh, in there, but yeah. that's not it. He sneezed and didn't cover his mouth. Oh, man, you're so close, Spanish. Oh. Think the other end. Farted. Oh. Yep. The guy wouldn't what? stop farting in the back seat of the cab. <laughs> the argument got so intense that the cab driver grabbed a knife and used it to stab his passenger more than 10 times. Oh, uh, fortunately, the passenger is going to survive, but he was rushed to the hospital with some serious uh, injuries. The cab driver was arrested and charged with attempted murder. He said, quote, I think I just lost my mind in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe he was trying to release the gas like to do with the cows? Maybe, yeah. yeah. He was trying to help no. the guy. I have to tell you, when you watch an episode of Yellowstone where they stab the cow, it's not like mean. All of a sudden you, just, you hear all the air go, and you're like, oh, oh, so much better. Yeah, but don't you also see the blood go? No. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, no. no, because it goes deep, and, uh, and then they put this stuff on it. They oh, they cover it. So. They cover it, yeah, yeah so they don't bleed. Tensions still, are high. Still, watching, still, still can, we, can we just start by, like, bouncing me on your knee? Is that <laughs> instead of stabbing me? No, uh, not yet. I will tell you what I did start w- watching on recommendation of John Brennan. I've always heard good stuff about this, and I think I caught an episode that was, like, three seasons in. I didn't know what was going on, so I didn't really get it, but I started watching The Americans. Oh, yeah, oh, that's so pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm about four episodes in right now. Yeah, uh, I need a good, solid, like, uh, a mini-series. You know what I mean? So I can go four episodes and it'll be over. Mm. What is a They don't good... make a good mini-series anymore. Well, they have some good docu-series yeah. that are a few episodes and then it's over. Uh, that um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO, that was six uh, episodes. The problem with Yellowstone is that it's so successful and, and you love it so much that they're going to keep it going. And now you're just like, well, all these things can't happen to one family. Right. You know, but you got to just suspend belief a little bit. Maybe and, move uh, if stuff keeps happening to you. <laughs> the problem, Gavin, is they're the biggest landowner in Montana. Oh, wow. So they can't move because they still own the land. Yeah, they could sell it. That's the problem, you, you Gavin. Know, you know people, people want to put it. condos up there. That's what they're saying. They don't want people to come in and put condos up there. Yeah, what do you care? That's what I said, sell half of it. You'll still not see the condos. Right. It's so good. It makes me want to move to Montana so bad. Uh, a 26-year-old guy in England spent the past two weeks planning an elaborate proposal for his girlfriend. And his plan included putting more than 60 balloons and 100 candles around the living room in their apartment. Guess what? He lit all the candles, then went out to get his girlfriend and bring her back home to propose. When they got back there, the apartment... Oh was on fire, Beautiful. and the fire department was rushing to put it out. Uh, 
no one, yeah, no one was hurt, uh, but the apartment was completely destroyed. He wound up proposing to her in the burnt-out apartment, and his girlfriend still said yes. There is a picture of him down on one knee That's in hilarious. a completely destroyed apartment. Like, what, do apartment. they know what? How do you want to be proposed to? Not. If there's <laughs> gonna be a, there's gonna be a time where you're starting to feel like an old maid, and you're gonna wish that you had. One day, I yeah, mean, I know sure. you've thought about getting married. Yeah. Do you want an elaborate proposal? Do you want no. a surprise proposal? Do you want to go and buy the ring? Like, what do you want to do? Definitely a surprise and something intimate. I would say, like, take me on a trip to a place that I've never been before and do it that way. And uh-huh. just, like, totally just, like, hey, let's go on vacation. And then we go someplace and, you know. Get out there on the paddle boards. What if the guy... Uh, Hit it, um, and then you did a little Dr. Dre to him, and you found it. <laughs> I, was gonna I, what... getting, I was gonna end up getting shot. I was gonna say streets. I don't know what any of that means. He was saying, "What do you? What if you put it in the cave, and then you went cave digging to get it?" Oh my god! Oh. I want to do that. Yeah, no. the, the bags of taxes. Yeah, no bags of so, taxes. Yeah. So I either want something like super low key like that, or but if you're gonna go over the top. You better go over the top. Like burn your apartment down? Yeah. Like, yes. Hundred people party. Let's pop champagne. Do some fireworks. I don't know. Marching maybe band. Have High school marching band. 100%. Someone flies in with a helicopter to drop down the ring. I don't know. Maybe a famous person to sing me a song. Oh. If you're gonna, If you're going to go over the top. If yeah. not, keep... Keep it. Oh, keep if you it. want to do, yeah. I, well, I was, I was uh, gonna try and be elaborate with my wife, and I just realized that that's not what she, what she wanted. So yeah, I hit her no. up. I hit her up after she was doing Pilates, all sweaty. Most people don't because when you do something elaborate, it never goes right, and then you almost are like disappointed by. I what don't it know. I feel like if I had the resources then that I do now. I would have been able to do something way more exciting. I took my wife to uh, one of our favorite restaurants on Anna Marie Island, and so then she was dressed up and looked good and everything because you want to take pictures when you get engaged, too, you know? So then we went for a nice little walk, like, on a pier, and I proposed there. And she knows it's coming? Uh, Yeah, I think so. But still good. Yeah. The best best story I heard was, like, a guy, like, had a, like, a, spa day set up for his girl to make sure she had her nails done because that's a big uh, yeah. thing sure is if you don't have your nails done then the girl is like because i've seen uh pictures where a girl will put her ring on another woman's finger for the picture <laughs> because her nails weren't done that's so funny. you don't marry I, that woman she's not but no but i just thought that was kind of cute the guy had a spa day so she could go get a massage get her nails done and then they went in like to dinner or something but that was nice and low-key, but still. My wife was sweaty and gross because she had uh, she'd been doing <laughs> yoga or Pilates or whatever that nonsense is. Liquor. Yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> and, then, and then we celebrated at the finest of dining establishments, Cody's Roadhouse. Oh, wow. yeah. Two for, on one, the floor. two for one fajita night. Nice. Don't take anything off of that uh, cinnamon butter, man. Oh, no. my God. No. So right. I'll That's how he got the it. ring to fit on. That's right. That's what he licked it. Uh, we that was our thing. We were poor, and we used to go to two for one fajita night on Wednesday, <laughs> and uh, that was our big deal. So that was when I did middays, Galvin. Yeah. Oh my god, the best shift ever. Really? You, yeah, because you can you can uh, go out because you don't yeah. have to get up early, and then and then you're home in the in the early afternoon, like you're home at dinner time. Yeah, I don't know. Afternoons was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, afternoons though. If you're when single. You have, yeah, if, when you have kids, you come home, they're already Right, bed, right, right. Like, but oh. afternoons, if you're single, no if you're kids. you're single, is great. That's it's a, it's a, a party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a party. Everybody's heard the uh, joke before, two guys going to go bear hunting, and the one guy's putting on running shoes, and the guy goes, you can't outrun a bear. And he goes, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to be able to outrun you. Right. Right? Well, the National Park Service put up a uh, Facebook post yesterday on their official page reminding people if they encounter a bear, quote, Please don't push your slower friend down in attempts of saving yourself. <laughs> the advice is mixed with other tips like don't run and don't climb a tree because bears are very fast, obviously, and can climb very fast. Uh, so if you can't run or climb a tree or sacrifice your friends, what are you supposed to do? Anybody know? 
You're supposed to uh, yell at the bear. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Scare yeah. the bear. Scare it. Make loud noises and stuff. Yeah. Carmen says play dead. Any I other would, thing? I would have said get real big and real loud also. Now, it's, scare it. it's funny. Keep in mind, that's what you're supposed to do, but I would. I know that I would uh, do the opposite. I would yeah. crap in my pants. Right. So lie. it's funny because I have heard all three of those. Yeah. That, yeah, if you have like pots and pans, you bang them together or put your arms up like you're big uh, and do that and stuff or lay on the ground and play dead and hope that the bear just thinks you're dead and won't eat you. Well, none of those are what the National Park Service say. They say stay calm slowly move away and walk sideways while you keep eye contact with the bear, uh, they'll find all that non-threatening so they won't come after you. So Joey is showing the revenant. Oh, uh, this that is was the, so hard to watch. I mean, now, now this is all CGI. Yeah. This is amazing. It really and, is. And when he shoots that bear in the face and the bear gets mad and goes oh. after him, oh, mm. Lord. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would do there. I'd have to start biting the bear in the face, I think. Oh, oh that's God. not going to do anything. No, don't make it angry. Start petting it. It's giving it little his, kisses. It's yeah, I'd tickle face. its belly. Oh. I'd tickle its yep. belly. Yeah. And I'd go, I'd go, <gasps> who wants some honey? Who? And if yep. I had my car keys, I'd, ding, I'd jingle my car keys. <laughs> bear, I'm bear, bear. I'm bear. confusing you the bear. You want to go for a walk? I'm conf- confusing the bear for my giant dog. Yeah. Uh, If I saw, yeah, I think what you would probably do is just poop your pants and fall down. Yeah, you know, though, sometimes you watch a TV show and you're like, look, there's a bear. They get down, they squat down, they're like, the bomb a bear. And they're like, what are you giving a lesson? Get out of there. Did you see the one guy who was being stalked by the cougar? Oh, no. Did you ever see that? Uh, Joe, I don't know if you can find it, whatever, but he literally, he's out like on a hike and there's this cougar that's just following him and it's a big cat and he's like, there he is again and just kind of like over his shoulder showing and the things just down, like ready to pounce kind of thing where he's just watching him and stuff. Finally, the guy goes, all right, I got to get him out of here. And he goes, go on, get out of here. And the cougar just kind of turns and walks away. Uh But Uh it is, it is freaky. Yep. That's it, Joe. I think I that would, is it. I would have taken it. I'm not afraid of cats. Oh, no way. <laughs> you see the size of this one. Mm-hmm. You're like, no way. Nope. It is frightening. Yeah, any of that stuff, man, I would I would freak out. I ordered a thing the other day for my shotgun. Yeah. An over-the-shoulder sling. Kind of like Michael Douglas had in Romancing the Stone. Oh, great movie. Yeah. I, I, I think that will make my walks a little bit easier. So you, re- <laughs> you reach back and pull it out? Yeah, right over the shoulder. Yeah. Like that's a lightsaber. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Just, uh, just because I, I mean, kind of like a machete where you'd put a machete. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I just feel like when I'm walking through the woods on a trail or something, it could be any of these things. Oh yeah, yeah, it could. So I need to be prepared. Yeah. I don't know whether you want to walk around with a shotgun though. <laughs> well, it's Florida. Well, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot new trend in plastic surgery is something called genital matchmaking. That's where a couple oh, both like couples both get plastic surgery to make their parts more compatible. Yeah, screw the bolt. Yeah, so a, a man may have his junk enlarged to better fit his wife or girlfriend, uh, and she might have a rejuvenation or tightening down there to match up better with what he's packing. Uh, the result is supposed to be more friction during sex. Uh, couldn't find any plastic surgeons listing prices for this online or anything, so you'll have to ask your plastic surgeon what that would cost. I think that's a great idea. Yeah? Yeah, Doc, I need to open the garage a little. can't fit this car in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I bought, went out and got myself a big car, and it no longer fits comfortably in the garage. Let's get that garage. Let's get a little bit of a big garage. Or, yeah, but what or, if you're... likely, Carmen, I know what you're saying. My car keeps falling out of the garage. Yeah. No, what if we, your uh, what if your wife or girlfriend is like, oh, don't worry, uh, we don't need to have surgery. I can just put a Craigslist hat up <laughs> and get that taken care of. No. Uh, no, but then I think more likely the situation is I'm trying to park a Mini Cooper into a 16-car uh, garage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need to tighten it down to a two-car and get that Mini Cooper up to at least a Volkswagen. Maybe. Uh, a may, I suggest, a may I suggest Baxi Taxis? No, no Baxi Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, FBI agents on Wednesday morning served a search warrant at the sprawling home of YouTube personality Jake Paul. 
seizing multiple firearms in a raid that was connected to a riot in Arizona shopping mall, according to the Bureau. The FBI is investigating allegations of criminal acts surrounding the incident at Scottsdale Fashion Square in May 2020. The Bureau said in a statement, adding that the search warrant was also executed in Las Vegas, but no arrests were immediately planned. No other details were disclosed. Paul was not at home at the time of the raid, according to his attorney. Okay, so a couple of disturbing things. One is that, um, you know, he was involved. He was doing YouTube videos at the one in Arizona. And right. he did it for the sake of the YouTube video. I don't even like this guy. But he was doing it for the sake of being in the YouTube video, and now they're raiding his home. But I think the problem was is uh, initially he said he wasn't even there, and then they were like, you were totally there. Yeah. Don't you know that but, you're on YouTube? But yeah. now they're raiding his home. The other problem is, is if you look at the video that Joe, Joe, Joe is showing, he lives in a goddamn $7 million home. A $7 million home. Yeah. We don't even know what this guy does, and that's his house. He makes doing, videos. Yeah, make him ups on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah, I, yep. I don't get it, but good for him. He figured it out. Yep, I mean, that is fantastic. And uh, they also say the problem is he owes uh, millions of dollars in back taxes as well. Backseat taxis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, this is not uh, the raid. This is him doing No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that seems like a really friendly raid. Yeah. <laughs> They're all in a line just passing stuff out from his Whee! house. We're having a good time. It's like footballs and toys. <laughs> that is a hell of a, of a house he's got there. Oh, no kidding. Well, yeah, you know whenever you use the word sprawling, it's a big house. You know, I I, I, t- I think I talked about this. I left Eddie V's the other night, and there were five Lamborghinis out there. Yeah. And I thought, I feel like I should be getting a nicer car. I feel yeah, like I should call Steve Hurley and be like, I think it's time to get. Well, a you had a little bit of that Ferrari fever for a little while. I know, but then that lady got mad at me. Yeah, she said I was going to buy a Ferrari. Yeah, you can't wow. let uh, no. her miserable life affect yours. True, true. What are you thinking? Um, no, I'm good. No, <laughs> what are you thinking? No, I'm not. I mean, I, I, oh, I know, I know what I could talk about here for a second. I love what I was saying. I was, I love my Hummer. Okay. And I I looked at the new Hummer, the new electric one that's coming out. Right. Have they shown any actual pictures yet or no? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, okay. the problem is also they're not talking about making it until fall of next year or being ready till fall of next year. Okay. I just don't I don't know. Anyway, it, uh I it's okay looking and they it has an insane mode and all that other stuff. So we'll see when it comes out if that's any good. But um I love my Hummer and I will keep it forever, but I need to find somebody I actually got in the Google box and looked it up yesterday. I need to find somebody that can make my air conditioning in that car ice cold. I've I've taken it to the uh, to the shop and I've gotten a new condenser and a new evaporator and other new pieces. It's functioning fine, but it is not getting cold enough in that car. I need somebody to go in there and breathe a little cold air into it. So are, are I know AC that, specialists. Well, I was going to say I know that they don't do cars, but you superheat and air. I would imagine that those guys run in the I same mean, circles. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I used to be back in the day when air was different and all you needed was a Freon charge. Right. Yeah. That they could do that. They could just hook it up and charge it with Freon. I don't think that's the case now. I don't think that's how they do things anymore. I don't know though. But there's got to be like I remember there was a place in Clearwater or in, in Countryside or something. That was like just an auto AC place. There's got to be some place that specializes in AC. Uh, this is where we talk about cars, and Brad's probably going to call back because we yeah. don't know anything about cars. <laughs> but remember the Corvette that I had? It was a 77 Corvette, and it's a big engine in there, and they get very hot and stuff. And I, I was looking into it because a lot of people will put more fans in uh, the motor so it gets more air in there. I don't know whether that would help the AC or not, though. You know what I mean? If you had, because that's a big engine in the Hummer, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, but... I don't know, but yeah. there, if there's anybody that uh, is like, I could take your Hummer AC and make it ice cold, please email me, because I would really like to get that done. I would have to imagine that there's uh, no, no. companies that just do that. No, Bob Murray, just email me. Porsche <laughs> sale. Oh, boy. Kill me, Bob. Kill me. You know I'm weak. All yeah. you gotta do is start sending me pictures, and I'm be like, all right, send me the application. Uh, I, if I... If I if I bought a Porsche, especially a Porsche that only has two seats, I'm pretty sure that would secure my divorce. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, do you know Marty Janetti? I, yeah, I was just going to ask you if you heard about that. I do know Marty so, at a time pretty well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Marty Janetti was one half of the Rockers with Shawn Michaels. They yes. were a tag team for a while. Right. 
and then they broke up, and Sean became a huge superstar. And Marty uh, worked at Independent for a Circuit for a while, lived in Oldsmar. Um, I know a lot of things about Marty. He's crazy. So, yeah, so Marty was a professional wrestler in the 80s and 90s and with uh, Shawn Michaels there and all that stuff. Uh, in a recent Facebook post, which no longer exists, but we have it, uh, Marty claimed he killed a guy when he was 13 years old. Supposedly, what? Marty was working at a bowling alley in Columbus, Georgia, and he used to buy weed from a gay coworker. Well, one day, that guy tried to pull Marty behind the building and sexually assault him. That guy, Shawn Michaels. So Marty killed him. Oh, oh by the way, by the way, Shawn Michaels totally gay. <laughs> He's like, yeah. 100%. Uh, uh, I, he, he said, quote, uh, that was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. The first time. Yeah, they ne- the first time. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. Marty is 60 years old, so this would have happened around 1973. Police in Columbus say they will look into this, but they have uh, several active homicide cases that are more important right now. Uh, There is the Facebook post, and there's Marty there. But apparently, this isn't the craziest thing about Marty. No. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, Marty post uh, is uh, right up there at the top, but I guess back in 2017, he asked for some advice on whether or not he should have sex with a woman he previously thought was his daughter. Oh, the yes. story. Remember went, that? I think we talked about that. I, at the I time, believe Gavin. so. Yeah, the story went that in 2014 he found out that he had a long lost daughter named Bianca, but in 2017 they discovered that he actually was not her dad. So he said to his fans, "Quote: We both held out of sex because you don't do that." But now that we ain't related, from a guy's side, she's effing hot. But she's been daughter, is what he said. Uh, I want to, I want to too, but can't get past that. So he was asking for advice whether he should bang a girl who he previously thought for three years was his daughter. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's playful like that. I think he's smart. I also think he'd bang her. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like Marty a lot. He's a, he's a good dude. And he's super nice, but it seems to me that he's had to deal with a lot of things over the years. I mean, just you want to just talk about the whole Shawn Michaels thing. I mean, these two are going to be the next biggest, most famous thing. And then Shawn Michaels is the one who gets famous, and you're like, wait a second, what about me? And, uh, and then I think he did drugs and stuff. And uh, I, knew, I heard, oh God, I wish we could get him on the air. I heard Marty was dating a girl when he lived in Orlando, and she cheated on him. With one of the black dudes from the Magic, uh-huh. and I, I say black dudes because whenever there would be a black basketball player on TV, he could, he had to get up and change the channel. Bother him so much. <laughs> what? Yeah, I gotta I gotta find uh, somebody. I don't know if he could talk right now because he's got you know an investigation, but uh, he's he's a lot of fun. I I used to uh, have him on the show a lot back in the in the late nineties, early two thousands because mm-hmm. he was insane. When Bob, uh, Bob when Murray I is clearly trying to get me divorced. When I lived in Tallahassee, Marty Gennetti lived there as well, and he was doing promotions with the radio station because he was trying to start like an independent wrestling thing. Right. So I hung around him a couple times, and he's a weird dude. Yeah. He's super nice, but he's, he's just weird. I believe I, I, I have his phone number, but it was from a long time ago, so I bet you it doesn't work. But I, yeah. Somebody will get the word to him that we want to get him on the air, but I, I don't know if he could talk now that they're doing a murder investigation. I do. I think he lives in Vegas now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where I heard he's living. All right, I'm going to look into that after the show today. Uh, So I'm going to play a a song of a band that uh, Mike knows, I know, and probably seven other people listening know. Just new music? No. You don't like your voice? No, no, no. You can't hear it. You can't hear it? I cannot. Wicked Sensation. Yes, by... Give me a hint. Uh, former docking guitarist. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is uh, uh, George uh, Lynch, Lynch Mob. Lynch Mob, yes. Yeah. So former docking guitarist George Lynch started his own back, band back in 1989 called Lynch Mob uh, because his last name's Lynch, and that was kind of a little clever play on words and stuff. But now... He says it's time for that name to go. No, stop it. He'll lo- no longer tour or make any records using that name. Oh, oh, oh. let me tell you something. You want to you watch something that is... I, I, I definitely have found the most racist show ever on television. 
Does anybody want to guess? What it, it's an old show. Uh, I started watching it again recently, and it is, first of all, it's very sexist. We've talked about that before, but boy, is it racist. Mm, Mad Men? No. Older. How how old? Uh, it's Happy Days. Oh. Just oh. I watched I've one yesterday. That, yeah. Listen to this. Remember I told you I watched 21 Jump Street and um, Johnny Depp's partner was Seinfeld's father? Yeah. Okay. Well, I watched Happy Days yesterday, and Seinfeld's father was in that, too. And this had to be from, like, 1973. Mm-hmm. And he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he's been old forever. Oh, my God. He's like Wilford Brimley. Yeah. He's been old forever. <laughs> anyway, Seinfeld's father, is it's kind of like a 12 Angry Men take. Uh-huh. Uh, Howard Cunningham is the jury foreman. And Fonzie, Fonzie's on the jury. Now, and how, so, how do we, I don't know. Yeah, how do we expect know. for them to both be on the same jury? Like the lawyer didn't ask if they knew each other. Yeah, live in the same the... household. So um, uh, Fonzie's on the jury, Mr. C is the jury foreman, and Seinfeld's father is also on the jury. Mm-hmm. And the jury is uh, out on a case for a black guy who supposedly stole something, and uh, they're all like, eh, we know this guy. We know why he's guilty already. They're oh. like, yeah. So they're like, wow. Once when they once they saw him, they were like, well, clearly he's guilty. I mean, it is the most racist thing that Joe's got it right there. Yikes! And uh, dude, it's it's and then Fonzie comes out and Fonzie defends. It was, it, it, in fact, in fact, the jury voted. There were eleven guilties and one not guilty Amundo. Oh, Fonz <laughs> objects. Did they read it that way? Yes, he goes. He goes, we have 11 not guilties, I mean, 11 guilties, and one not guilty of Mundo. And, uh, like, there's Seinfeld's old-ass father. Yeah. And and uh, the jury had to go back and deliberate, and Seinfeld's father was so racist, he was like, come on, look at him, you know he's guilty, uh, just looking at him. Like, all, it was like so many, like, I'm surprised this show is still able to be on TV after watching what I watched yesterday. What's the deal with black defendants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, well, uh, back to uh, Lynch mob. Nobody cared. Nobody was no. asking. Nobody was saying anything about it. But he came out. George Lynch said that uh, he won't do that anymore. So, uh, oh, look, 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 look. You see, you see. Oh. Uh, yeah. He, he uh, Seinfeld's father is is suggesting that they hang him. Jesus. And at one point, he even says something about lynching him. Good lord! Well, wow. Have Have any of you guys seen Community ever? No, I know no. what it is. I just didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good background TV show, but, like, I have literally haven't really paid attention to it that much, but one day last week, there was an episode that came on, and it was just at the end, it was like, how did we miss this guy was racist? And Because he just completely said, you can't trust a black person. You never tell them anything. And it was just a five-minute part of this episode wow. about the janitor being racist, oh. but because what's-his-face is in it, the rapper after... Um, Glover, yeah, Glover, because he's in it, and it's like he's part of the scene. I don't know if like he was maybe a part of like writing it or whatever, but it was. I was just like, how has this not been canceled yet? Uh, You know who they also said was racist on that show is Chevy Chase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, everybody, nobody likes Chevy Chase anymore. No. Uh, Andrew Dreschel, who is 31 years old of St. Cloud, Florida, is charged by complaint with manufacture of child pornography, enticement of a minor to travel for illicit sexual conduct, travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct with a minor, and use of interstate commerce to entice a minor. Does that name sound familiar, Andrew Dreschel? No. No. You probably wouldn't know the name, but I will tell you. He is the winner of last year's American Ninja Warrior. Oh. He met the victim in 2014 after an American Ninja Warrior event, according to the criminal complaint. The two began a sexual relationship in 2015 when Dreschel was 26 and the girl was 15. Oh, he made his initial appearance today in court in the Middle District of Florida prior to his transfer to the District of New Jersey. The only time I could ever understand that, and not justify it, but understand it is when there's a nerd, and the nerd can't get any girl to pay attention to him, and then one does. He's like, oh, I know it's not legal, but at least I got something. And then uh, and then they chase him. But this guy, he's an American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, uh, listen, 
he guys keep an eye on him because like he's been training his whole life to escape from prison. Right? Running and jumping and grabbing stuff and flipping around. That's true. If anybody's getting out of prison, it's this guy. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah. And, and in like under two minutes. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Uh, there will be no NFL preseason games in 2020, but there will still be another season of Hard Knocks. Despite new safety measures in place for NFL training camps because of COVID-19, NFL Films documentary series is back for 15th television season on HBO. This time, for the first time, two teams will be featured, the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. The two teams' L.A. training camp stories will share the spotlight ahead of the teams starting to play in their uh, new joint venue, SoFi Stadium, uh, for the 2020 NFL regular season. Will this happen? They're saying, yes. they're saying it will. The show? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that preseason games really matter. No, but it's leading up to the uh leading up to the uh games and stuff. But e- even if the season gets canceled, like this is interesting. You're gonna hear stuff about it, like, oh, you know, we just heard the Falcons are doing this and these people are doing it. So you'll be getting some of that information about how they're dealing with COVID. You know, I can't wait yeah. till people start picking apart, saying, you know, oh, criticizing yeah. them for not social distancing properly. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. We noticed they did this, which is against yeah. CDC protocol. Right. People are going to pick it apart and criticize them. For sure. That'll be interesting to see. I, listen, we're so desperate for some sort of sports on TV yeah. that we'll, we'll take whatever version of Hard Knocks they oh, give yeah. us. I'm always in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Netflix, their uh, signature sound, you know, whenever the end comes up and then it goes to Netflix and it does that, yeah. you know, uh, almost had a goat bleat at the end of it. Uh, during a recent podcast, Netflix VP of product, Todd, Todd Yellen, uh, said that they were initially going for a short call and answer type of effect. Uh, he thought the goat was a fun, quirky thing. So this is almost what your Netflix sounded like. <laughs> oh, that would have been so weird. But I guess I guess if it would have been from the beginning, we'd be like, yeah, that's Netflix. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, like but I, I'll tell you, it works because, um, you know, when I watch Sopranos now yeah, and they show, uh, you know, like right when it's about to start, I always go, like I'm in and I hear, right. Oh, yeah. Like I know the whole the whole thing that's coming. I'm trained now. Uh, live music still remains a standstill. Uh, it's uh, In its second quarter of 2020, Live Nation reported steep losses in concerts, sponsorships, and ticketing, with ticketing rev- revenue even going into the negative. Uh, ticketing and concert promotion the giant Live Nation Entertainment saw a 98% drop in its revenue in its second quarter compared to the same quarter in 2019. Yeah, because nothing's gonna, going on. I was going to text David Harvey saying, oh, this is ridiculous that we don't have our passes yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought maybe he, he wouldn't find that as funny as I would. Maybe you know not. I mean? Maybe not. So I left him alone. Uh, from people who didn't learn anything from Beavis and Butthead, Comedy Central is reviving the animated show Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Uh, the new show is described as, quote, a reimagining of the original, which lasted five seasons on Nickelodeon and MTV from 91 to 96. So I wonder if uh, if Billy West is going to be doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know that they, they fired Billy West while he was doing it, even though he did all the voices? Yeah, but didn't they didn't somebody else hire him where he took over? He was like, yeah, I can do everybody's voice. Wasn't that a thing? Oh, that was it. That was it. So he didn't get fired. They fired they fired the rest of the show. Yeah, because they he let him do, do all the voices. Right. That was that was it. You're right, Calvin. Speaking of voices, so you watch Jeopardy. I do. Uh and the announcer for Jeopardy is Johnny Gilbert because Alex will always come out and go, Thank you, Johnny. Yes. You know, do that. Uh do you know how much that guy first off, he set the world record, Guinness World Record for longest ho- like uh, announcer for a game show or whatever, right. because he's been on Jeopardy the entire time. Do you have any idea what he gets paid, what his year, yearly salary is? Because he, at the beginning, uh, introduces Alex, and then that that's it. It's not like the guy from Wheel of Fortune where he's like, you're going to beautiful Hawaii and doing all this stuff. He probably does a little bit more than that. He probably does the uh, the initial announcing and then a couple of maybe uh, now back or sponsored buys in the uh, somewhere in post production. Maybe could be. What do you think his so, What do you think his salary I would imagine is? Imagine how many years has he been doing it. Uh, I mean, how long has Jeopardy been on? Let me see. Okay, so I'm just saying, like he's not 
new. He's been there. No, 20, he's at been least there years. the entire time. So I would say because of the um, first episode was 1964. Wow, well, he didn't do it the whole time. He wasn't the only. He wasn't the original announcer. But let's just say he's been doing it as long as Trebek has been on it. Um, I'm going to say that guy makes half a million dollars a year. Oh. Uh, by the way, uh, he has been doing it the entire time. He is well, uh, maybe he hasn't, but he is uh, 96 years old. Oh, so oh, he could have wow. been doing it. But it says uh, Jeopardy. Don Pardo, I guess, was on there as well. Uh, John Harlan. Yeah, because there was original host of that. Yeah, show. but this this dude's 96 years old. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't Merv Griffin? I know he created it. Did he host it at the beginning? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. Well, anyways, you're saying how much does this guy make per well, year? Well, I don't know. He's 96 now. I said half a million, but I, I, I'm sure I'm wrong. Okay. Any other guesses? I'll go 300000 All right. I will go... I'll go a million. Okay. I've been doing it forever. I'm going to go way high. I say he makes $5 million a year. $5 million a year. So in 1963, Gilbert was selected to replace Don Pardo as the announcer for uh, the Price is Right that he used to do, whatever. And then uh, Jeopardy uh, introduced to television in 84, whatever. Anyways, Johnny Gilbert, $4 million a year. Oh, my God. Nice. $4 million to ye- oh. a year. And all he does is go, this is Jeopardy. That's it. Yeah. $4 Please million. welcome your host, Alex Trebek. And then they wheel him out. Yeah. Is that unbelievable? Because I, I was watching Jeopardy, and I'm like, I, every time, I don't know, for some reason I say it with Alex, I go, thank you, Johnny. And I was like, I wonder what the, who that guy, what he looks like, whatever. And then I looked it up and saw, and they said, as of writing this article, Holy his salary is $4 million per and year. And that toupee is $2 million. Oh, yeah. That's, that is a sweet toupee. Oh, you're not fooling anybody, Johnny. So I wonder if when he dies, they just keep using the recorded you know, voiceover. Yeah, they oh, don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't need him there. Like, no. like Mike said, unless he's doing uh, post production stuff or stuff in the studio, whenever they're doing things. But really, all we ever hear is this is Jeopardy. Yeah, there you uh, go. I'm hired. I it's always, like the- <laughs> I always wanted Saturday Night Live to have Don Pardo do it. Saturday Night Live, and then, and then have uh, what's his face do the whole lineup. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Don Pardo is so synonymous with that show, they should have had him record it forever. What's the guy's name that does it? I forgot. Daryl. Daryl Hammond. Hammond, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's a gig, man. Yep. Four million dollars. Four million. In L.A., probably can't even afford a (laughs) part. He has to live in his toupee. (laughs) Uh, Finally in news, someone polled 2,000 drinkers and asked what type of alcohol they were drinking when they did stupid stuff. Since we have some drinkers on Tequila. the uh, show. I All figured. of them. Uh, so what do you think Tequila some of the dumbest stuff? The number one. Uh, tequila. Captain Morgan was mine. Uh, uh, they say number five, tequila also causes the worst hangovers, followed by vodka, whiskey, rum, and gin. And tequila drinkers have the most blackouts, just under yep. four a year on average. <laughs> Uh, Scotch drinkers have the fewest with 1.4 a year. Uh, it also says you're most likely to set something on fire while drinking tequila. That's over, not true. <laughs> over I, a third of people who've started a fire while they were drunk said tequila was the culprit. I, I say false news because I've lit the most fires in my life when I was a whiskey drinker in college. Tons of fires, at least six probably a year. What about, though, I would say vodka is the most popular across the board? Uh, you are most likely to get a tattoo after drinking vodka. 42% okay. of uh, were drinking when they got inked. Rum was next at 21. It also says vodka drinkers are most likely to get naked in public. Yeah, a third yeah of we pe- are. A third of people who streak said they were drinking vodka when it happened. So uh, maybe because it's something that younger people do as well. Uh, Whiskey drinkers. Here you go. Spanish and uh, Geo and Pap Pap. Whiskey drinkers get arrested the most. Almost twice as many as people that were drinking uh, whiskey compared to rum, which is in second place, and tequila is in third place. Whoopsies. Yeah. So all, all of my injuries, including my broken thumb, were on tequila. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. However, my brother, when he was just 17, 16 years old, 
Oh, see, I was. A, I'm sorry. He was. He was uh, 15 years old. He was a sophomore in high school. He came to visit us at St. Leo, and we let him drink with us. And then he broke his leg, but he broke it because a fat girl fell on him. Oh, I yeah. Another I fat drunk girl. <laughs> another girl, but that was all beer. Uh, we were they were running down the hall, and she tripped and fell, and landed on my brother's leg and broke his leg. Mm-hmm. And my brother to this day can tell people that a fat girl fell and broke his leg. <laughs> and you guys did not immediately take him to the hospital either, right? No, we were too drunk. He came back and he was like, ah, my leg. And we looked at it. It was all swollen and black. And we're like, just put some ice on it. You'll be fine. Pour some tequila on it. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that is it for news. <laughs> my mother's a nurse. Next day she picked him up and she's like, what is going on? And I'm like, what? And she's like, look at your brother's leg. I go, yeah, a fat girl fell on him. And she's like, he's got a broken leg. I'm like, oh, I'm not a nurse. You're a nurse. Take him to the hospital. <laughs> you want from me uh all right thank you galvin appreciate the uh, the news we will take a break if you'd like to be a part of the show today 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025 dizzy is on the phone line he'll uh, take your phone calls we got a guest coming up a little bit later on that i'm very excited about uh this is a guy this is a guy spanish yes dr bradley garrett that's correct he's talking about his next his latest book called bunker Building for the end of times. That's right. I'm so interested in this. We can't all afford bunkers, though. I want to find out what this guy suggests for the average person, especially in Florida. Because in Florida, the biggest problem we have here, no basements. Uh, Well, Mike, I will tell you that I was listening to him, and I think he has something interesting that you're going to love. Oh, man. Yeah. Is it going to cost me money? Uh. Maybe, but I think you're already kind of leaning towards this, so I think that you're going to feel vindicated when he I'm talks about it. I'm already leaning towards buying Bob Murray's Porsche. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm about that. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to that guy a little bit later on. we got some stuff to give away this morning, but we come back from break. A, we, lo- we lost Bill Cosby. Oh. And I mean, we lost him. I mean, we lost legends. Mm-hmm. We got a guy who are, we grew up on, from Jello Pudding to uh, Fat Albert. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.